Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, though, is a guy who always wins, James Young of SportsGrid. Here to talk everything NBA postseason. we got to pick his brain about what he saw over the weekend and what he anticipates seeing here in the future. Coach Young, how you doing, sir? What's going on? Nothing much, Coach, and uh, we're honored to have you on. I got to ask you first and foremost, you know what, actually, I'm moving that question to the back burner. Uh-oh. I got to ask you about Patrick Beverly. Oh. <laughs> Patrick Beverly heads to the, uh, to the old ESPN airwaves today and just decides to take shots at every single basketball player known to man. But most specifically, Chris Paul discredits his tenure in the NBA Says he doesn't wake up early or doesn't go to sleep early when Chris Paul is coming. Nobody's afraid of the, the Suns, this, that, and the third. What did you feel when you heard some of the comments coming out of uh, Mr. Patrick Beverly's mouth this morning on ESPN and all the programs they were running through the, the wire there this morning? What did, you, what did you feel when you listened to some of the stuff he was saying about legends? Well, number one, it was definitely for ratings. And, and two, uh, I, I, Pat Bev is now called Petty Pat to me. Petty that, Pat. That, that, is, that, is, that is his nickname to me because to me, dude sounded like a jilted high school girl <laughs> that got left at the prom, you know, when the dude left with someone else. Because he just came out coming at CP3. So I'm like, I was thinking about this for a second. Like, guys, I was like, you know what? What, what, what happened last year? Like, what happened when they played? And then I remember game six. Oh, you, 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 didn't, you didn't go to – you don't worry about Chris Paul? So your last game against the Clippers, Pat Bev, CP3 in 35 minutes, dropped 41 points, eight assists, four yeah. rebounds, and shot seven or eight from three with three steals and no turnovers. So obviously, Pat Bev, you know, you must have went to Sizzler and had yourself a damn good steak that <laughs> night before because you was not ready for that smoke. So I just thought, to me, yeah, is some of his points legit about that CP3 is not a great defender? Yes. But when you sit there and you trash Chris Paul, and then, like, two hours later, you say that James Harden deserves a max contract? Exactly. Like, like what, are you, what are you doing here? So, to me, he, you know, to me, it was about ratings. It's like he was, his agent told him, yo, go in there, say as crazy stuff as you can say so you can get yourself a career as soon as you retire from the NBA. Yeah, it's interesting, too. I remember that uh, Patrick Beverly also pushed Chris Ball- Paul in the back, too, after that series was pretty mm-hmm. much all over. And and it also dates back to the trade where Chris Paul was traded to Houston and Pat Bev was traded to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And then apparently Chris Paul has been talking smack. So interesting, interesting stuff uh, there for sure. I have a question for you, Coach, because I've been thinking mm-hmm. about this. I've been putting it out on Twitter. I've been talking about it to people who are you know, very high up in the league, whether that's coaches, whether that's people who are just talent evaluators. 
In your estimation in 2022, what is the best way to build an NBA roster to build it for a championship? You, you have to have an alpha dog, an alpha male um, to lead the troops. But I think it's, it's the best teams play some kind of inside-out basketball. Uh, I, th- I think the league has gotten too reliant on, on a three-point shot. I think teams don't take advantage of their size down low. I think Phoenix comes to mind. Absolutely, because I've said it for over a year. I think Phoenix got their best when DeAndre Ayton, you know, um, can score in a low post. But defensively, TK, you, you got you got to be able to have almost defensively guys who can guard multiple positions because there's so much switching going on to try to keep the ball in front of you and not give up open looks that defensively you have to have athletes who can guard multiple positions and be able to be thick enough that they can handle it. Now, if you look at Dallas, like if you look at Luke is a, is, a, is a thick guy. Like he's not like a, he's not small by any means. Okay, you know Brunson is is smallish. But then if you look at how they play, like Luca, Finney Smith, Bullock, they can all switch. So two, three, four, one through one through four, they're switching everything. And if you don't throw the ball inside to take advantage of it, it it leads to like you being better. So. I think defensively it's about being having guys that can play multiple positions and guard multiple positions. But offensively, TK, I really think it's got to be you have to be willing to go inside to establish something first before you can start bombing away from three. What happens, though, Coach, if your guy inside can't defend everyone, like, say, a, for example, a DeAndre Ayton or what we've seen with Rudy Gobert? What do you do then? Well, then you have to switch up your defense, and then you can't switch on the high ball screen. You got you got you got to blitz it, you got to trap it, you can ice it and force it away from their, their strong hand and, and force them, let's say, towards the towards the baseline, not towards the middle of the floor. It's about it's really, you know, the defense is really about angles and being able to play angles well. And if you have a big who can't switch, then you have to do a better job of fighting over the screen, trap trap you know what out of it or ice it and push it away from them. But it's also about if you run pick and rolls and you switch, you have to be able to take the weak side defender. And we, I used to call it in college coaching, I would, we would call it jam the roller or tag the roller. Meaning when the person rolls to the basket on a switch, if you're on the weak side, I'm going to tag and hit that big first, and I'm going to make you throw the ball all the way across the floor, and then I'm going to contest the three. I, didn't, I don't see that as much in the NBA as I thought that they would. I don't know if they're worried about the three-point shot or it's just something that's not really preached in the NBA that's preached more in college. Coach, a couple months back, I played the Boston Celtics to win it all at 35-1, to and many called me crazy. And to quote the great uh, Rocky Maivia, I told them to know their roles and shut their mouths. And now Boston <laughs> is just one series away from the NBA Finals. Jason Tatum has proven he's a top 10, top 5 maybe even player in this league. Jalen Brown, yeah, you never know what you're going to get, but I like him. And then Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year. Does Boston have a chance? They're the favorites in this series. But do you feel like some people are sleeping on the Miami Heat? Who do you like in this series, Game 1 tomorrow night? It's a one-and-a-half-point spread. The Heat are favored. I, I think, Ryan, that, that the Heat have been disrespected this entire year. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, bro. I think Spolstra and that culture, yeah. they like it. I think they relish it. I think they, they welcome the... Oh, you know, Miami, blah, 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 blah. They're, they're not that good. They played against Philly. Oh, well, Embiid wasn't out there. Then Embiid comes back. Then, you know, my, you know uh, Philadelphia went two in a row. Oh, now they're in trouble. Then they slammed the door on them. So I think 
I think what happens here is I like Miami. Um, I think the way you you can play it in a couple of different ways, and yeah. you can find places that can give you series spread. Some places are giving you series spread of Miami um, plus one and a half games. I absolutely love that because I think this goes probably seven. I think that's how close this is. And for me to have plus one and a half on a series spread, one and a half games on a series spread, and I have home court advantage, I like that. So it's interesting. If you if you guys look at the market, it's weird. How often do you see a team favored at home in game one of a series, but then it's an underdog to win a series? Like, look at the Golden State number. Mm-hmm. They're favored, yeah. and pretty much almost to the money line exact, they are favored to win the series. It's not like that. It's like the books are flipped because they're probably getting so much action right now on the Boston Celtics to win the series. We're joined now by Coach James Young of Sports Grid. Make sure you check out our podcast because our conversation with him will never be erased. You can listen back if you missed any of this uh, excellent conversation. i got to ask you about a bad man that is Luka Doncic. Averaging 32.7 points per game in the postseason. The only player in NBA history to average more points in the postseason than Luka is some guy you might have heard of. Mike, 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 Michael Jordan, I think is his name. Yeah, so right I, now, I think, I think I heard have of you heard of him? Middle name Jeffrey. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, he's, decent. he's decent. He's decent. Had a decent career in the NBA. We got to ask Pat Bev what he thinks about him. Um, I got to, I got to ask you this. How does Golden State stop him in, in what he's doing right now? Because we know coming into this series that they are not a team defensively that I feel can stand up to the test that is Luka. We've seen them struggle with teams with lesser star power, but more role players that can that can knock some shots down like Memphis and and even, you know, go going back before that. What do you think they can do if they can do anything to stop or slow down Luka? And who do you see winning this series? I, honestly, you know, I, I really think the one thing to do when, when you have a star player that, that's that good offensively, you make them work defensively. And I thought at times, Phoenix earlier on in the series, especially at home, did a good job of getting him in the switches in the streets where he had the guard and make him work on the other side of the floor. It's kind of what people said this about Steph Curry for a long time. Make him work on the defensive end of the floor so maybe he loses a little bit of steam offensively. Now, when it comes to Luka, I think the issue that you, you raised is correct. Who, who is the guy on Golden State? That could check him. Like you go through it. Curry, no, too small. No, nope. Clay, he's, he's Clay's not back like that. Yeah, Paul, that's not his thing. Gary Payton, he's hurt. Andrew Wiggins, maybe, yeah, I, maybe. But the guys, they, they may actually, they may, they may, they may try Draymond on him a little mm-hmm. bit. I hope that Draymond roughs him up. I just think the thing about Luke, guys, and I'll ask you this: Have you ever seen a player so good that it looks like you're watching it in slow motion? Like, I- very he few. Burn you, yeah. Right. He, he like, he like, you know, he's like, he's like, he's yawning as he bring up the floor, and all of a sudden he hits you with a step back, and you're sitting at the foul line, and he's shooting a three, <laughs> and you're eight feet off of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and and here's the thing, I have been, I was on, you know, Phoenix, the whole season out of the West, and I watched these two games closely, especially the first like seven minutes when Luca basically was like, yo. Devin Booker, thank you very much for talking trash in game five. You pissed me off. Now I'm going to make you pay for it for the rest of the series, which he absolutely did. Hey, Coach, can I ask I you something? Know. Coach, can you yeah. stick around for another segment? Can, can you stick around for yeah. one more segment? Can you talk some more? We're going to hit a break. Yep. 
All right, our guy, Coach James Young of SportsRate, he's going to come back yeah. and talk some more basketball because why the heck would you not want to listen to him talk more basketball? Are you an idiot? Don't touch the dial. Don't swipe out the app. Bet MGM tonight next with Coach James Young of SportsGrid. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's head back to the phone lines. Joining us right now is Coach Jam Young for his second segment. Of course, he joins us via SportsGrid. He is their basketball Analyst. Coach, sorry to cut you off, but you know how they are upstairs. They got to get these ads. They got to pay these bills. Welcome back to the show, sir. How are you? Man, I know you got you to gotta, you gotta get that chicken, man. You got to get that bread. So I understand you having to be cut off. We got to protect our chicken, Coach. Now, where do we leave off at? Ryan, did you have something? Or, or Tris- I wanted to play off of what Coach was talking about in terms of what the Mavs, what the Golden State Warriors, you were talking about, what they're going to try to do with Luka, right? They're going to try to slow him down in terms of getting him winded by having him work on defense. I'm very curious how you feel the Mavs are going to play the Warriors, what their best tactic is, rotations, et cetera, in terms of the coaching, how they actually end up beating Golden State. I think they got to play the way they played against Phoenix. I think they're going to have to switch everything for any kind of action. Listen, Golden State, guys, is really good at running double handoffs. And and, and 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 getting off threes by creating confusion by a lot of like quick movement, ball reversal, stuff like that. So you have to get glued to your man, and you have to switch any kind of action between two players. 
Um, and you have to switch. We, we call it switch early, which means if you switch late, they're going to stop behind you and they're going to bang the three, especially Curry uh, and Clay. So I expect a lot of switching defense. Try to funnel the ball to the basket and, and think that maybe they're just not as athletic as you because, let's be honest, neither is Dallas. So I think they're going to try and keep them in front, try to really take away the, their sideline from three. Remember, guys, from the beginning of this year, calendar year, Dallas is the best statistical three-point defense in the league. Mm-hmm. So this is going to play to their strength. The biggest issue is to be, is the moment too big for them? And they're they're not going to be able with the offensive firepower just beat them with Luka. Like, it's got to be another guy. It's got to be Brunson. You know, Dimwitty was really good in that second quarter. It, they got to get a second guy to 20 and rely on their defense by holding a three-point line firm. Coach, my uh, recency bias might be flaring up a little bit here, but right now at BetMGM, I can bet the series between the uh, Celtics and the Miami Heat to end in four games in favor of Boston right now for 8-1. to one. Five games, 5-1. to one. I know I just saw some really good basketball. But please talk me off of this clip because I think that the Celtics make quick work of Miami, especially after what I've seen them go through in the first two series. What say you? I completely disagree. I think Miami can win. I think the best way to look at it, too, is I would look at this. It's is played it by games. Um, I, I think it goes at least six. Or, I, mean, I think six is really the magic number if you, if you really want to get away with it. You really think that's where it's going to go. So I would try to play it and get the games at six and then hope that you can hit either way. Right now, six games is the favorite at plus 180 on BetMGM. That's the way I would play it um, and go from there. Now, listen, if, if, you, if, if Boston steals home court in game one, then, yeah, then this can go – this can spiral quickly. I just think Miami gets game one. Um, I think they get game two, but I still think we're looking at 2-2 two, two after four games. That's another way you can look at it is you can play. There's ways you can play after three games, after four games. Uh, series side 2-2 two, two is plus 140. It is the favorite. Next is Boston 3-1. I would look at it also playing at the series to be tied 2-2 two, two after four games. Coach, is that more of an indictment on how good you think the Heat are or the Boston Celtics, or vice versa, how bad you think another team is matchup-wise for another team? No, I just think it's I, I just think too, I just think it's tight. Okay. I think it's close. I think it's really close. I think there's very good play on both sides. Eme has been tremendous in what he's done with, with Boston for pretty much the last three months. You could argue that he's been the best coach in the NBA probably the last three, three and a half months or so. You can remember they were under five hundred at some point, mm-hmm. um, not too too long ago. So I, I would say it's not an indictment on any of them. I think it's a credit to I think you have two really good defenses. They're not gonna make a lot of mistakes and lay off the fast break. So I just think it's this series is going to be played really close to the best. Coach, I'm excited for you know, these conference finals because we've got some new blood other than the Warriors, but they haven't been there in a couple of years. So, and this is pretty much a new team with some new faces, Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. But um, don't forget Otto Porter, Otto Wizard Porter. Ledger. But when you look at this, and then last year, you know, the product was great, but everybody got injured. So the Bucks won the championship, but, you know, like Kyrie got hurt, Harden was injured pretty much the majority of the time. So when you look at this, what do you think as a basketball fan the best finals matchup would be? And what side would you pick? I think for sheer offensive firepower, um, it, it would be you know probably Golden State Boston. Yeah. 
But just for like the sheer like popularity of it, I, it would be nice to see Dallas get there. Um, I, I do think I don't know how much longer this window is for Golden State. You got to give them credit for what they've done this year, because to me, guys, what's going to be just as amazing as this year is is next year. Like, who's the next Memphis? Like, is it Minnesota? Do they take that leap? Does Zion figure it out and go back to New Orleans? Because if he goes to New Orleans, yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah. That team is a problem yeah. in the future. So you you have that situation, you know, at, at least in, in, in the West. In the East, you got a team like Charlotte. Like, do they, do they start to make their run? Does Atlanta bounce back and figure it out, or do they make a trade? So there's so many storylines I feel like, honestly, guys, like, the NBA, for all of its star power and these older stars like, you know, LeBron and AD and stuff like that, like, the NBA is in really good hands with some of these young cats. Like, yeah. I think we it's going to be really special for a long time with these group of players. And then, Coach, the matchup that we had last year in the finals, both teams eliminated yesterday. And I, for Milwaukee, I think it's kind of an easy retool. You have Giannis, you have Chris Middleton, you have Drew Holiday. I think they need better shooters surrounding Giannis, guys that can actually knock down shots other than Grayson Allen and Pat, Pat Connaughton, who are terrible. But for Phoenix, you know, we saw yesterday DeAndre Ayton doesn't go back in that game. He only played, what, 16 minutes. Devin Booker's probably not going anywhere. Chris Paul's not getting any younger. Where does Phoenix go from here? You know, because this was a huge letdown. Everybody pretty much had them penciled into the finals. They were the favorite all season long. They won 64 games. And I still can't believe what we saw yesterday. Not that they lost, that they had 28 points at half. You know what I'm going to say, and I've been saying it all day, I think they moved DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. I mean, if, if you don't, if you're not going to give him the bag, you might as well move him. Send him out, and, and you and, and you will have a long line of suitors. Like for instance, if they don't win the championship, can you see someone like, you know, Boston looking at a DeAndre Ayton with that young core? Maybe trade Robert Williams, some picks, and some other guys to get him. What about a team like Toronto? How great would they look mm-hmm. if they had DeAndre Ayton? as the center with guys like pass with Siakam and Fat Five Freddy. What about a team like Atlanta if they move John Collins and some other parts and you have him with Trey Young? Forget King Capella. Can you imagine that high pick and roll with Aiton rolling and could step and hit a fifteen footer as opposed to Clint Capella? Yeah. So, you know, I I, th- I think the market is you're not move you're not listen, you're not moving Booker. No. I like Bridges. Crowder's a junkyard dog. I like campaign off the bench. If you want to enhance the team and you're not going to use them in the post, the best thing I think for them to do, honestly, if you're not going to pay them, trade DeAndre Ayton. Interesting stuff, Coach. I really want to just get your thoughts because we didn't talk about it when Quentin asked you about the Heat series, but I'm very curious, given the fact that Miami doesn't really have a late second clutch bucket getter. Jimmy can, but has proven that he's very suspect and inconsistent compared to guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who can play iso ball and just shoot over you. How do you feel like Miami matches up with Boston where, for example, they can, who are they going to go to in that last second situation? Yeah, that, that, that's going to be the downfall of anything with Miami is the fact of a second score TK. And, and I think really, if you, if you really look at it, there are two guys, one you would expect, and the other one out of nowhere that I'm going to tell you. The first guy that's really going to show up and show out has got to be Tyler Hero. Mm. Like, we need Tyler Hero from the regular season. We don't need playoff Tyler Hero. You know, you got to have playoff pay. We need, we, we need, we need 
you know, Tyler Hero just show up and show out and give you consistently 20 points a night. And the X factor, I really think that's been playing really well. You may think I'm crazy. I think it's Oladipo. Wow. Yeah. Victor Oladipo has, show, has, 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 has slowly worked his way back from all those injuries. you got to remember, guys, like Victor Oladipo is basically an all-star before he got banged up mm-hmm. with the injuries with the, with the Pacers. And, and this guy can go – and he is a guy that he can go get a bucket. And I think that could take some pressure off of Jimmy Butler. So I think, you know, Oladipo is going to be a, 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 another key, you know, you know, scoring, you know, double figures in, in three of uh, the last five games of the series. So we'll see what Oladipo can do, but it's going to be Oladipo and Hero has got to be able to, to do things. Mextrus has got to be able to knock down perimeter shots. Well, Coach, I feel like I've heard you do a lot of talking and a lot of analyzing, but I haven't got any official picks from you. So let's put your feet to the fire now. I need an Eastern Conference winner, a Western Conference winner, and who wins it all, and... Oh, MVP. Finals MVP. And, oh, no. no. Oh, man. Yeah, and yeah. what, the, the 2024 Olympics? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to be contrarian. I'm, 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 I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going... I'm going Miami okay. in six over Boston. Okay. Write these and down. And I'm going Dallas in an upset over in six over Golden State. Miami wins a championship. Jimmy Butler is wow. the play, uh, is the finals MVP. Plus six hundred. I need that. I have twenty five to one, coach. Plus six hundred if you want to bet it. See how excited everybody just got when you're speaking their language, Coach Young. That that's that's the kind of show we are. Bunch of degenerates. This is over what we're. <laughs> Coach, we're going to remember all – I wrote all your stuff down. So we're going to remember. We're going to keep track. And then also we might put this in a parlay to see what the odds are, uh, the cash out is on all the plays you gave us. So you like Miami in six, Dallas in six, Miami to win the NBA championship, and Jimmy Butler, playoff Jimmy Butler to be finals MVP. Am I hearing you correctly? Yes, sir. All I'm right. I'm going for it. From your lips to God's ears, Coach Young, thank you so much for joining us. Can't wait to have you on next week. And we have these picks locked, so you can't change them. It's on podcast. Oh, it's all right, Coach. You're already better than our hockey guy, Johnny Lazarus. He's he's 0-9 on the show, so you're killing it already for us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, Love Coach. That, that was our guy, Coach, Coach James Young of Sports Grid. He's their basketball analyst, can't you tell? If you missed any of that conversation with him, check out the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you listen to your podcast and and i like what he's talking so if he has miami right now to win so that's already a plus 150 if they beat the celtics and if you go with the dallas mavericks to pull off the upset the mavs at bet mgm the king of sports books they are plus 185 to come out of the conference as well now also let's keep it let's go even further dallas in six plus 600 value right now six to one odds at bet mgm the heat in six games that is carry the three scroll up that's seven to one and then Jimmy Butler to win Finals MVP, which what did you what was that, Ryan? You plus six hundred, I believe. Plus right? six hundred. He has the third best odds behind Steph Curry and Jason Tatum. Those are all his picks. And oh, the last one, the person, the team to win the entire NBA championship, the Miami Heat, the third longest odds, right ahead of the Dallas Mavericks. The Heat plus four twenty five. Dude, if Coach is right, I have to hide for the next like seven to eight years. If Jimmy Butler wins Finals MVP, and not yeah. only is he the best player on a championship team, but the Finals MVP, I can never do sports talk radio ever again. You know what your punishment should be? We should have a Saturday show uh, edition of Bet MGM tonight, and you have to take in calls. Well, that'd be awesome because that people. would get me out of. Well, I love my son, but like, oh my gosh, Ryan, you're just Ryan's a, out a, here a, trying to duck parenthood, trying to give the son away.
No, he could come with me. He but could we come get out of the show. house. You yeah. get out the house. There you I go. get my wife the car, and we're down to one car. I just give her to her on Saturday. What do you guys think about his place? Heat in six. Well, I mean, Dallas I, in six. I, am I very... win a bunch of money if Boston wins that series. So I'm going to be rooting for the uh, Celtics. I'm I'm rooting for either one. I'm fine with either. Uh, I think that they need. I need either Dallas to win the West. I've got them eight to one. But I also fine to take Celtics or Heat. But I think the I think the Celtics end up winning this series. It feels like they have yeah. better players. I, I think the Warriors. A huge believer in the Heat. I, I think the Warriors it. beat the Celtics in the championship. I think the yep. Warriors over yeah. the Celtics. I can't in, have it, in, Ryan. In, I will have to delete six. my account. In six. Warriors yeah. over the over the Miami or the Boston Celtics yeah, in six I games. I need to delete yeah. my account if that's yeah. the case. I'm rooting for Boston for many for 3,500 different reasons, but. I don't think that good thing happens to me. Come Just like on. the Packers Super Trista Bowl Trista has no money, like, legit <laughs> fading this, but her pride is on the line. It is. If the Warriors make it to the NBA Finals. Well, so we're going to continue. I to- wouldn't even bet on them because I hate them so much. Well, I don't hate them, but you know what I mean. No, she hates them. She's I right. don't. Bet MGM tonight.